if you want to start with affiliate marketing, just keep it simple and keep it small and just build it out. You don't have to start with a network where you do it, where you just wait and then just see at one point you have hundreds of publishers. That's not how you should do it, uh, especially not how you should start it. Welcome to another episode of The Brand Buffs brought to you by Frontify and recorded pretty much between the bridges of the noisiest parts of downtown New York. Hey everyone, thanks for joining the Brand Buffs. Today we have David Mershahi, the Managing Director of Odyssey Partnerships, uh, Amsterdam-based affiliate marketing agency, and he'll tell you how to stay on brand while affiliate marketing. Hi David, thanks for joining us. Hi, it's a pleasure. Good, good. Um, well, before we get, get started and jump into the affiliate marketing and, and how to stay on brand. Um, one thing that we ask all of our guests is what does the concept of brand mean to you? Um, I think a brand isn't just a brand, but as, as people are not using it as a, as a one-time purchase usually um, mm -hmm. or a service, but I think it's more an ent and an entity people want to either identify themselves with or they don't. Um, so for example, Apple users are Apple users and they want to show it. Um, people who go to Starbucks, they want to show that they went to Starbucks. Um, so I think it's crucial that you have like, yeah, clear messaging uh, and that people know what your values are, what your mission is in some way. Um, so people can identify themselves with you. Straight to the point. Okay, so jumping into a little bit more into um, what you do, what you're all about, can you tell me and uh, our listener, listeners a little bit more about Odyssey Attribution and what you guys do? Yeah, so what we do is um, we created a tool that analyzes each chain in, in the marketing funnel um, and actually discover how valuable each point in that funnel actually is. Um, most affiliate networks only look at, at the last point and with Odyssey attribution and yeah, our partnership tool, Odyssey partnerships, uh, we analyze the tool and we analyze each chain, um, and actually give the, yeah, the partners, um, the commission they deserve and not, uh, a commission based on their position. Yeah, that's really interesting. So for all the marketers out there who you know, are familiar with uh, affiliate marketing, I think having that view from the very beginning to the very end of that, you know, those online touch points is really cool. I've, yeah, uh, especially because the first touch point is usually the most important one because those are the people who don't know you usually yet, mm -hmm. uh, but those are also the ones who are usually under-rewarded. Right, yeah. And I think, you know, with affiliate marketing where everything's, you know, kind of, uh, at the hands of your partner, right? You're not the one actually even executing on this stuff uh, yourself a lot of the times. I think it's really, really interesting to have. Cool. So, you know, to create a good affiliate marketing strategy or program, I know you guys have a bunch of big clients. Um, 
you know, what do companies need to have for you to be able to create a great affiliate marketing strategy that's going to keep the company on brand, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think the most important thing, well, one of the most important things is having a goal. So you need to know what you want to achieve with affiliate marketing. And it's good if you have some knowledge of affiliate marketing yourself as well. I mean, you don't have to know everything, um, but it's good to know some of the pros and the cons uh, and how people use affiliate marketing as well. Um, but I, for sure, the most important thing I would say is know your, your partners, know who you're working with uh, and know who are using your brand name uh, out there. Um, because you want to know that you want to make sure that that's actually on brand as well. Yeah, I agree. And I assume, you know, a lot of, or at least in my experience, you know, when you have affiliate partners and they're creating content and they're promoting your brand on your behalf, you know, and it's not coming from your marketing team. Um, you know, you can get questions internally from people like, Hey, where is this coming from? Who's managing this promotion? Um, so it's definitely, I would say, important to know your partners. I think that's that's a really good point. And a lot of people, you know, don't necessarily go that route. So no, no. And also because I think that's why affiliate marketing is also a bit of a bad term to use in this case, because yeah. well, affiliate marketing has a very negative association. But I think yeah. in general, partnership marketing is also a better way of describing it because it also says what it does. Right. Right. Could you talk a little bit more about that bad reputation that affiliate marketing has maybe um, for some people that aren't as familiar with it? Um, you know, what, why is it bad? What makes a good partner? What's that kind of background? Well, that's the irony, I think, is that affiliate marketing isn't bad. I mean, otherwise I would be in a wrong profession as well, of course. But I think affiliate networks made it very chaotic. Uh, and very anonymous, and that made it a little bad in, in my personal experience because in because of those networks, affiliate marketing became huge, and and so yeah, most advertisers had thousands or at least hundreds of, of publishers they were working with, and they actually had no clue who they were. Um, and at the same time, advertisers didn't know the publisher, but yeah, same way happened, vice versa. Um, and that still is going on. And that's why I think affiliate marketing should be seen more as a partnership marketing, because if you are involved with your publishers, you're getting so much more in return yourself as well. Um, and it's, of course, like you said before, if people are scared of, of losing their own brand and their own tone of voice because you're working with partners who have a different one. Um, but if you select your publisher yourself a little bit better, um, you will choose people who you're actually connected with because they have a similar way of, of, of messaging or because they have similar values. And that's why it makes a lot more valuable and, and less anonymous. And then I think it actually is good because then it's people who are extending your brand instead of um, making it bad. Yeah, that's actually really, really interesting. Um, you know, diving into that a little bit more, our audience is brand managers, a lot of marketers, we have designers listening. Um, what are maybe some specific steps you could take when thinking about partners or who to look for 
um, you know, how can you look for partners that will still keep that brand value that you've worked so hard to create? You know, like, are there some specific steps you could take? Yeah, definitely. I think um, one of the most important things is that your brand needs to have a connection with the publisher. Um, you will see if you only look at numbers in affiliate marketing, you will see that those voucher websites usually are, are the, the the best scoring ones in terms of sales and stuff. Um, but it doesn't make sense because why would people need to have a voucher in order to actually buy something from you? Um, and next to that, they will also not create any value, but they will only yeah go for that sale. Um, and the, yeah, it's also in, partnership marketing is also in some way uh, a um, branding tool, of course, because you're out there. Um, so next to that, I think you also have to understand that affiliate marketing isn't the same as sponsored content. Uh, so with sponsored content, you you pay a publisher uh, and you let them post about you. And sometimes you can even uh, write your own story. But it's better to, the, the nice thing about affiliate marketing is that, that you use their brand as well. So you use their branding and their tone of voice because they have their own brand and their own audience who, who love them as well. And they probably will love the connection as well because maybe they already love your brand and they will love their brand and seeing the connection is something they would only admire more. Um, and one thing, like I said before, which is super important is personally know your partners and get in touch with them. So you can even, like we call them a lot, we, we mail them so they actually know how to reach us. And by doing so, A, you also prevent um, bad things from going on because they know you, so they don't want to do it with you. And also they are proud to actually work with you. Yeah, very interesting. Do you know, I know you mentioned that you had worked with Adidas before. Um, do you have other examples of, you know, maybe a company that you've worked with on, on how you've kind of um, helped them stay on brand while affiliate marketing? Uh, yeah, like, so for Decathlon, which is a super big brand uh, in, in the sports, um, and I think they're pretty much everywhere besides the US, uh, we set up this uh, new way of partnership up. So together with them, we actually created uh, Odyssey Partnerships, um, and we were very picky in who we were working with. So we at one point, we realized we only wanted to work with publishers who had some connection to sports. Um, so we manually select, made a list of people who we wanted to work with and we got in touch with them. Um, and we gave them all the information they needed. We gave them all the marketing collateral. We gave them the images, our tone of voice, our branding guidelines. Uh, so they actually knew who we were and what our values were. Uh, and as we were personally approaching them, they were actually quite keen on using this as well. So for example, our uh, or Decathlon's um, vision in terms of sustainability is something they would use a lot. Um, and as we were so personally in touch with them, it was very easy to to maintain that uh, our own messaging and combine it with their own as well, which was quite nice. You know, I have um, a quick question. You mentioned that, you know, one of their brand values that they wanted to push through partnerships was sustainability, for instance. Did they mm -hmm. ever maybe you don't you don't have to answer this or go into super detail but they, did they ever give you kind of like a brand training or how did they actually like communicate to you guys what they wanted to push 
Um, yeah, so they have um, sports leaders. So they're all like specialists in, in one type of sports and they all have their own vision and mission um, to see how they can amplify their own sports in, in the Netherlands, but also in Europe in general. Uh, and besides that, I also spoke a lot with the marketing managers and, and stuff of Decathlon um, to see what their role is. But it, it's quite ironic how the sustainability part of, of Decathlon is very undercredited. So they don't actually use it a lot, but especially with, public, with the partnership marketing, um, I think we all realized how much more valuable that goal is of them than they actually uh, didn't realize beforehand. So they had that goal, but they didn't really express it very much. But because of the partnership marketing, they actually realized this is actually something we should work with more. Uh, and this is a lot more important than we th thought it was. Yeah, that's really interesting. And it just shows the importance of that, like brand training, that brand education, you know, how yeah. you as a, an affiliate marketing partner, you know, agency, how you're going to help them differentiate by that that kind of transfer of, of brand strategy. So very cool. Yeah because, you, yeah, because you work with professionals, of course. You, It's not like people, some people have like travel blogs, but some people are really professional in what they're doing as well. So their feedback is actually very valuable, especially with Decathlon. I think at least in Europe, everyone in, the, in Europe, at least in the Netherlands has one item at least from Decathlon in their closet. Um, so everyone has a good association with the brand. So then actually getting feedback from from professional brand uh, specialists is super valuable for your brand as well. Yeah, cool. Something that that keeps coming and creeping into the back of my mind throughout this whole <laughs> conversation basically has been, you know, when I think about, you know, sports brands or Adidas and partner marketing and, and promotion and all of this, I mean, influencer marketing just keeps you know, kind of creeping in, like, what would you say, you know, is there a difference between influencer marketing and like partner affiliate marketing? Um, you know, can you talk a little bit, I guess, about your your view of influencer marketing and where all that fits in? Um, to be fair, there's literally no difference between influencer marketing and affiliate marketing. <laughs> There's there's only one difference in, in the current day and age is that influencers get a fixed fee. So they get like a, a fixed amount of money. And with affiliate marketing, it's usually performance based. This is literally the only difference. But for some reason, influencer marketing is something branding specialists love. Uh, and affiliate marketing is something they are afraid of. And and, I, and it's funny how that that is also, I think, because of the term affiliate marketing and, and how, yeah, dirty it sounds nowadays um and it's also like how you like you were asking like how to stay on brand or how to keep your own messaging when you're searching for your influences you also do not necessarily fear losing your own uh, brand um consistency because you know that the influencers you choose are usually having their own tone of voice for example uh if we keep it in a sports uh, there are definitely sports influencers who are famous because they run a lot or they play tennis or whatever. Um, you will know that when you give them sports stuff, they will not be exactly like like an ad for you. But you also have the complete faith that they will do it in the right way. And with affiliate marketing, it's exactly the same. The only difference is you don't pay them beforehand, but you 
pay them afterwards for what they delivered. And I personally think that a fixed fee is something super outdated. It's something that was, it's coming from like newspapers. You paid the newspaper a fixed amount and then you would see whatever uh, the result was. But with the technology that we have, it's it's outdated. And I think in the future, we will even also pay influencers just for their performance and not for uh, the amount of followers they have. I guess influencers also might be a bit bigger. Like when I think about influencers, I think of like brand and marketing teams, you know, coming up with these big, exciting, like, you know, like athletes or, or kind of bigger sponsorships and then affiliate yeah. marketing is, I guess, like the stigma would be it's like an online reseller, um, which is two totally different teams, right? You have yeah. like affiliate partners is being picked out by basically like your digital marketing team um, or, you know, your, your more like marketing revenue team. And then you have the sponsorship, but it, it feels like, you know, should one be involved with picking out the other? Like, should digital marketing teams be involved more with, you know, influencer marketing and or should brand and marketing teams be involved more in picking affiliates or does that really make Yeah, I think the, um, there should always be a connection because if you create branding material, it also has a performance outcome and vice versa as well. I mean, if you create a social media ad, you know that it has some media value as well. So I think it shouldn't be separate islands. There should be bridges between it. And I think that in the near future, it will be easier to do that as well. I think right now people are really afraid of of, of how it works. And they they all think it's, it's super vague and difficult to manage. But in the future, it probably really isn't because the technology is there. It's just a willingness to do it. Uh, okay, we're we have time for one more question for you. Um, we would love any advice or other takeaways you have for the audience. Um, you know, we've talked a bit about you know getting to know your your partners, um, establishing you know kind of that personal connection, calling them, training them. Um, can you think of anything else if if we were going to go out and try to find some new partners today or maybe look at our partners online? Um, do you have any other takeaways for us? Um, yeah, I think what I would always um, keep in the back of your mind is that affiliate marketing isn't as crazy as it sounds and it isn't as big as it sounds. I mean, the partnership marketing or affiliate marketing or whatever you want to call it, um, you can create make it as big as possible. You can indeed have publishers who have their own little blog as a site and who have their own job. But it could also be uh, other companies. Like for example, with Decalon, we even started this um, partnership with travel companies, for example, because people who are going into like, uh, who are going skiing and booked a ticket with one industry um, can then also probably need, some, need to have some ski stuff. So by having that connection and make it measurable with affiliate mar marketing links and such, you can actually see what the value was of that specific source. So it isn't that vague and it isn't that anonymous. It's just, if you wanna start with affiliate marketing, just keep it simple and keep it small and just build it out. You don't have to start with a network where you do it 
where you just wait and then just see at one point you have hundreds of publishers. That's not how you should do it, uh, especially not how you should start it. Just keep it small, keep it simple, and then you will actually see how valuable and how funny and, and cool it is to actually do it like this. I love that idea, partnering with like adjacent categories and industries, very cool. What I think was really funny, like at the confirmation mill of that skiing place, for example, you see like, well, nice that you booked your flight. Maybe you need that ski socks or that ski jacket. You can book it here with Decathlon. And this is something super simple, but it's probably going to be quite effective. Very cool. Well, keep me in the loop how that goes. We, uh, we're we <laughs> looking at some partnerships ourselves here at Front of Eye, so. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> Great, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are definitely a lot more enlightened now as far as affiliate affiliate partnerships and what that means for branding and keeping your brand reputation. So thank you so much, David Mershahi from Odyssey Attribution. <laughs> You're welcome. You'll have to uh, come back again soon and tell us how that uh, campaign went. I will, definitely. All right. <laughs> well, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. If you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app or visit frontify.com forward slash podcast.